Adler. I think I saw it on um, Alpha. I took it from MPR. Okay. Oh, John Kerry. What did you mention him? You, I have the audio. We either eat or save the earth is what right. it sounds like. <laughs> what are my ads? When do you want uh, John and I to break down the MLB trading deadline? Uh, as long as you, that's the only thing you guys know anything about, so answer me a question. <laughs> oh, you are a bastard. Did uh, wow. Verlander left Houston as a free agent? Signed a big Signed deal. a big deal with the Mets. Right. The Mets are cutting him loose. How is it that he's going back to Houston? They traded him. They traded him. So Houston was more than agreeable to get him back. And the Mets are paying about, what, two-thirds of his salary? Yeah, so Houston's not on the line for what they would have had to pay him as a free agent. So they basically loaned him out for a while. For a couple months. And now he's back with someone else picking up the tab. Right. It's a hell of a country. (laughs) That's going down the tubes. Give me my ads. Joe, you're going to have Fratelloni's, yeah. Aquaside, yeah. and you are also going to have EcoFun Motorsports. Yeah. Oh, um, oh. attaboy. Didn't I turn my mic off? You did. Uh, <laughs> remember how it asked about any time off in, in August? I'm going to have to have about four or five days not concurrently ahead of the fair. Uh, yeah, because that Wednesday of the fair, we're just not working, right? Is that that's the... an off day for this show? Got it. All right, the Wednesday of the fair. I'd like to plan accordingly. That's why I'm just asking now. And that Monday, not Labor Day, obviously, because we don't work on Labor Day. But the the Monday before that, the Monday of the fair, we'll do the show at the fair. We'll do sports talk at the fair, and that's the day of the GL photo shoot with with Pat. With where Pat, at with the Peter. fair? Uh, site to be determined. Well, why not have it be the fair? Well, the, we're working on that, but I'm just letting you guys know it'll be afterwards. Um, site to be determined. I'll let you know as soon as I hear. And I don't know how long it's going to be. I have I don't know any of that. But we just need to lock down a day. Copy that. I'm back. Hello. I liked your idea, Kenny, of using that photo that Jess took of us a couple of years ago. That photo is sweet. <laughs> be a lot easier. I like that photo. Which one? Remember the photo Jess took of my Jess of <sighs> of us. The last year we were on the radio? I don't. Johnny has the guitar. Oh, at the fair in the back. You've got the long hair. Mm -hmm. Kenny's got the... (laughs) Yeah. What? Apparently, Kenny, his name is not Jethro Clampett. It's Jethro Bodine. because I got some mansplaining emails. Oh, my God. Seriously? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right, because he was the nephew. Yeah, I don't think he was the the son of that. No, nephew. he was the nephew. Yeah. Uh, whoever uh, is chastising me is absolutely right. I owe somebody a huge apology. And they also said it's a cement pond. I don't know what you said. Right, cement pond. Uh, or pool. Well, they're, they're, the 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 mansplainer apparently was contending. He must have said something different. Oh well, it's all in fun, Joe. I understand that. <laughs> uh, all this stuff. I really do. Uh, 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 even when we get criticized i love it because it's we've done our job we've generated um 
participation. Right, I, but I'm it's a, kind of uh, sad to note that it's uh, based on the Beverly fucking hillbillies. Oh. Hey, we're on the... Um, oh, jeez, I forget we're on oh, that thing. Oh, so did I. I wouldn't have said what I said. Uh, well, I'm starting to enjoy it. I probably shouldn't say this then either, that I, I'm just starting to realize that Kenny will say stuff just to get all of us our hackles raised and he doesn't care and he doesn't know and he doesn't believe it well no but you all do that you're all just throwing out the bait into the lily pads and seeing who can but jump the fastest if it. if it generates conversation that's what we're here for <laughs> that's there right but i'm there not having go. conversation about jethro bodine but the disagreeing with each other i mean uh, how long can people stand Yo, rookie Jethro. on his knees providing <laughs> to joe you know, come on. What? Are we got to do that again? Uh, is that the, is the season? Is everything shut off the season? out there? Yes. Nobody's pulling on my ears here. Time of year, Rook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is the season. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Rookie. Oh. Please send me that. Is it Susan? Susan. No, this is me. Yeah. I'll do that right now. To me right now. What do I have, Chris? Like phone? Uh, Ken, you are going to have... John, stop singing everything. John, are you are you, are you having a mental problem? Oh. Buckingham, Susan, come on. And Kenny right, you're wheelhouse, Joe. You should today. do that one. Played with the Buckinghams. Did you really? Quite right. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you like him? Yeah. Might be the last day for them, right? I think you are right, sir. Bu- Buckingham? Yeah, we put him out of business. Birmingham. He's from Birmingham. We put him out of business. Uh, Rook. <laughs> At some point, I need Masonic. Okie doke. <clears throat> uh, yes, Joe. Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. The mayor is ready. Well, uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys, really quick. You hate really when I say quick. really quick. So the boys heard me yesterday, or heard us talking about the I-35 bridge collapse, and that was obviously before they were born. They had no idea what the, what we were talking about, so they asked to see the video. Ooh. That was... <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake. That was not a wise parenting no. decision. No. So then, of course, we, we drove down to the farm yesterday, and every bridge... Dad, so what... what like the, No, buddy, buddy, it was... It was a rare occurrence. The bridge was being worked, so I was trying to explain why it happened. Don't worry about those cracks that you see. Yeah, that was... It's only the bridges that go over rivers that you should worry about, kiddos. (laughs) Those really tall ones. (laughs) I always like when I come to a stop and I'm over land. (laughs) Yeah. So do I. It'll be easier to find me if it goes down. (laughs) Kenny, I absolutely should have said that. No, just the ones that's over the river. Don't worry, kids. Just hang on when I take you over water. They're they're there right now, right? right? Aren't they there now? They're down at the farm right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, they're not here today. Sorry. No, I'm not oh sorry. <laughs> he screwed up my chair. He did. He was playing mayor, though. Well, who doesn't? He must do Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Store. <laughs> Sushi Boy, you ready to rock? Well, I've been trying to be. Oh. Okay, we are rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1124, August 2nd. 2023, 99 degrees on this day in 1988 when they were in the midst of a sweltering couple of days. And 46 degrees on this day in 1971 
Today is a swimming day. It's been a swimming summer with Aquaside. Aquaside products have been keeping your swimming beach free of weeds and unwanted vegetation and crud, and all the kids are down there, and they're happy, and they're frolicking, and they're jumping up and down because you used Aquaside products, and there's still time to use Aquaside products to get your beach free of weeds this summer. The products are made in White Bear Lake. They're easy to use. They work quickly, and they've been approved by all of the proper environmental authorities, of which we have about a 1,000. So here's what you do. Go down to the lake with your cell phone, call Aquaside, describe what you're looking at. They'll get you the right products. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. A couple of notes on that warm stretch in 1988. Uh, Joe from Egan writes, as you know, August 2nd, 1988, today, was the third day in a row of three 100-plus degree days. Well, the official record for today is listed at 99, but we all know it hit 100 on some bank sign yep. on this day in 1988. I was a full-time mailman on the very first route I could call my own during that summer. The low seniority guy gets the worst route as his first one, and it was. I shouldered and lugged my mailbag over 12 miles each of those days. And you know what? Every mailman and mailbag in my office took pride in conquering Mother Nature and her unprecedented and extreme weather events. All but one of us made it to the office and delivered the best we could the day following the historic Halloween snowstorm. The day of record-setting 60 below in Tower, Minnesota, Feb 1996, when we had 50 below windshield temps in the Twin Cities. We all took great pride in getting outside and showing everyone we aren't frightened of a little bad weather. I got to think the GL mailman pridefully made his rounds during last week's climate change just the same as we did in 1986. Yes, I can verify that. <laughs> On a side note, my very first route was delivering mail in the neighborhood where I grew up, also delivering to my parents' house. A 28-year-old me walking the neighbor's front yards each summer, plunking Sears winter catalogs into their mailboxes, and hearing the neighbors still calling me Little Joey was pretty neat. Americana-like, wouldn't you say? Yes, I would. For sure. Good luck, Joe, from Egan. And a second note and a final note on this uh, weather in 1988. Uh, Lisa writes, during my morning run yesterday, I listened to the 731 show and I'm fascinated with weather. When you started talking about 1988, I knew I had to chime in. I was pregnant with twins, and in my last trimester this summer of 1988, our son was 19 months old. We lived in a small house with no air conditioning. The electric fans didn't do much at all. It was a new house, so the two trees we had provided, no shade. The only relief I had was my son's kiddie pool. I planted a lawn chair in the middle of it and filled it with cold water. Hell yeah. I could have slept. If I could have slept that way, I would have. That summer was unbearable for many, including me. But it is summer in Minnesota, and that's how it goes some years. Thanks for all the information your show provides. Love you guys. Lisa Helland. 
Thanks, Lisa. Thanks. Thanks. Question Aww. about mail carrier suits. A yes. mail carrier's question. I know in the winter there's no amount of garments that you can't put on in order to keep you warm, and I, I think I would kind of enjoy that challenge. The summer, however, a different story. Are mail carriers allowed to hit the streets and walk their 12 miles wearing nothing but a thong? No. <laughs> Because I think I'd look pretty good in a thong. I think you would not. You're listening to continuing coverage yes. of Operation Stay Cool on the Garage Logic Radio Network. May I have the Ray of Hope button, please? Here's today's Ray of Hope. I'm sorry to be tardy with this news. Uh, this story is dated July 27, uh, and uh, it's in uh, on the M. PR site. It was on a variety of sites. The Minnesota Sentencing Guidelines Commission voted seven to two seven last to two. week. Okay, last week almost unanimous to adopt tougher penalties for carjacking. The DFL-led legislature this year approved a change to state law that more clearly defines carjacking as a crime, with penalties set to vary if an alleged offender hurts someone, carries a weapon, or implies that they have a weapon in commission of an act. Penalties were set to mirror those already outlined in state law for cases of robbery, with an aggravated robbery offense carrying the the longest potential sentence. But after receiving thousands of public comments, the Sentencing Guidelines Commission voted to boost the penalties for those convicted of first-degree carjacking to make them line up with sentences of third-degree murder and first-degree aggravated assault. It's about time. So there you have it. There's some pushback. Mm -hmm. That means someone with a criminal uh, uh, record charged with first-degree carjacking could face uh, 13 years. You know what, kids? Don't do it. Don't do it. uh, Don't carjack. Um, there you have it. Not to be that guy. Okay. No. Playing the role of Johnny Hyde today Expl- is Chris Reavers. No, but explain. <laughs> this is Sorry, all John. well and great, but if a prosecutor decides not to you pursue those charges, doesn't that, you know what I'm, you, you get what I'm saying here? I do. I don't know where Mary A. Morality mm. well, we all can take a guess. would be on this. You know, I've been doing some more thinking about that, and so have emailers. Uh, and I think John Haidt caught this yesterday. She said of the fellow uh, that she wishes to not punish very severely for being the accomplice in a carjacking in which the 39-year-old fellow died at the hands of uh, the fellow's accomplice, mm-hmm. that, uh, well, he's in a better place now. <laughs> well, if that's her view of criminal behavior then all criminals could be found to be in a better place. And that's exactly where yeah. I'm going with this, because it doesn't. we have rules in place already, but some prosecutors are choosing not to um, pursue them. So what, what does it matter? If, if that fellow is in a better place, well, uh, I think Bert said, well, what if I get high as a kite and st- stab somebody in the heart with a pencil? And then two years later say, well, I'm sober now. And I'm in a much better place. Sure, Saul's forgotten. So what What the hell is Mary A. Morality going to do? So, But you elected her, Minneapolis, and you have to live with her, and your lives are in danger. The sentencing guidelines might help, but you have voted in such a way to put your lives in danger 
because of your progressive, ridiculous beliefs. But we've said that enough, haven't we? So I would like to bring up John Kerry because I think we have a real dilemma developing. I saw this on the Center for the American Experiment. Uh, this, this is John Kerry talking about agriculture as it relates to... He's an expert on agriculture now, huh? Climate and agriculture. To saving the climate. And uh, see if you reach the same conclusion I do. Agriculture contributes about 33% of all the emissions of the world. Uh, uh, depending a little bit on how you count it, but it's anywhere from 26 to 33. Uh, and we can't get to net zero. We don't get this job done unless agriculture is front and center as part of the solution. But with a growing population on the planet, we just crossed the threshold of 8 billion fellow citizens around the world. We just crossed that in this last year. Emissions from the food system alone are projected to cause another half a degree of warming by mid-century on the current course that we are today. A two-degree future could result in an additional 600 million people not getting enough to eat. And you just can't continue to both warm the planet while also expecting to feed it. Doesn't work. So we have to reduce emissions from the food system to keep the 1.5 degrees alive. Why do we have to keep 1.5 degrees alive? Because scientists, as a basis of physics and mathematics, not ideology and politics or party labels or anything else, as a matter of physics and mathematics and some biology and chemistry have told us, these are the consequences. And we already see it happening. And almost everything they've predicted for 30 plus years now is coming true. But the problem is it's coming true faster and bigger than was in fact predicted. Everything that's been predicted has been false. And wrong. Yes. One, one little so, point. Again. So what, what's his solution then? What conclusion did you reach listening to this elite blowhard? I, I, it's either... I don't know. He didn't make it clear. Is it the machinery or is it the growing of the plants themselves? Yes, you in the back. I took that as John Kerry saying, farmers around the world, listen to us. We're here to help. Let us control every aspect of agriculture and everything's going to be just fine. Well, that's one takeaway. Okay. What did you hear? Every prediction that, that he cited had to be adjusted because it never the date was was had to slide over 25 years or whatever because it didn't come true okay john what did you hear well I, he didn't make clear what should happen does he mean we should get rid of all machinery in farming and uh, do we, we got cows of course too that uh, have the methane going and uh, right. yeah, yes. I, I, don't, I don't i don't understand and and from my point so does he want people to starve or does what does he I don't well, know, Joe. I that, don't know. That, that's what I came up with. Being that he's a pandering liberal fool, uh, what, what I came up with is, is he is essentially saying it's going to come down to eating or saving the earth. And if it comes down to that, he's on the side of saving the earth. And if that means 600 pe million people die, well, they just couldn't get enough food because we had to cut that amount of production in order to get to net zero, which is a godlike number. 
He's not God. None of us are. Whoever came up with that is full of B as in B, S as in S. Mankind is not going to control what the temperature is supposed to be. This is a dreadful, dreadful fellow. Uh, uh, Let's go. One of of many, many (laughs) dreadful, dreadful people ruining life as we know it or attempting to. Let's go with your theory. I love your theory. Um, So if, in fact, people are going to starve, where are those people on the economic scale? Do you think John Kerry and his family? They're not his neighbors in Nantucket. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Remember, Mysterians at their core don't like people. Nope. So some people are going to have to starve to death. Uh, I'm sorry. Won't be my family, yeah, right. but I, I'm or anybody sorry. I know. In order for us to meet the, the to meet the goals I establish in mahogany lace boardrooms as I fly my private jet around the world and meet with other liberal idiots, in order to meet that, I'm sorry, 600 million of you ain't going to get enough food. Okay, everybody in Oklahoma, you folks are expendable, so yeah. you're going to just have to die. Okay. Some of you inner city people, forget yeah. the bodega, Sorry. baby. There can be no food in it. Everybody north of 120th in New York, you're, you're, you know, goodbye. You want to be in the circle of friendship. All, yeah. all streets that begin with 113th. Yeah. If you're that far out to hell with you, you're not eating. Yep. <laughs> Uh, In fact, give me that sandwich. <laughs> Although we do have to have the kids alive to mine the cobalt and yes, everything we else. Do have we got to keep those kids alive. Poor black children mining lithium. So yeah. we, so the those of us who are left and still have enough food will be driving electric cars. This is sinful. Uh, he's sinful. He's deceitful. He's disingenuous. He's uh, completely removed from the average life of the average American. He epitomizes the third rail. He is not called a climate czar for nothing. He acts like a czar. And uh, I got news for you. It sounds to me like what he's saying is we must destroy farming in order to save the earth. And if destroying farming means, well, 600 million people won't eat, but we'll get to net zero, he thinks net zero is more important than the lives of 600 million people. What and, kind of human being is that? And John brought up a really interesting point. Okay, so tractors, combines, everything that runs on fossil fuel, that's evil. We're going to have to go to what? Belgian horses now? Oh, but wait a minute. The methane gas put out by these big workhorses, that's a problem. So how, in fact, are we going to reap and sow? How long would John Kerry and his wife last in uh, 1883 New York City, where you literally would be walking in horse poop? How long long. would he last? Not long. A day. How how long would he last north of 120th in Harlem? Yeah. Best comment online, uh, of course, I'm glad you brought up his wife, Joe, because she's uh, the... uh, Heinz ketchup bear, correct? Oh, yes. Is, is that how they got all that money? Well, somebody, somebody posted. Like somebody posted. Just thought you should know, John. It's going to be hard to make ketchup without those tomatoes. <laughs> That's right. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. That's right. <laughs> that is uh, really, uh, really. He, he, you know what he's doing? He, he's he's saying that catchphrase that's developed lately. He's saying the quiet part out loud. Mm-hmm. What's that? 
a lot of you people are going to die for us to have our way with the earth. <laughs> well, he's saying the quiet part out loud, and it's almost—I don't as think if, that's an exaggeration. No, and it's almost as if he's treating it as some type of. Oh, it's just a little setback here. Yeah, some of you are going to have to die. You know, he, he prefaced it by saying, look, we've crossed the 8 billion mark. He might as well be saying, what the hell 600 million of you? <laughs> we got 8 billion right. people. That That's just a number. That's just a number. out of touch, you know who it, fool. You know who it'll be. Oh. This might be a big link. This might be too much of a link for an amateur like me. It might be all the people that are now addicted to drugs because drugs are legal throughout the United States. All those people that get high every day on marijuana, Reefer. not not productive members of society, those folks are the ones oh, that are going to have to die. Bear with me, because we did not discuss this. I think this surfaced last week. It did, July 27th, I believe. Um, he was testifying, right? Uh, John Kerry was. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was asked about his private jet. Mm-hmm. We've, guys... we've we've heard yeah. that audio fifteen times. But we wait a minute, play it on the show that he this needs is... to fly around to save no, the world. No, 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 no this no, is new. No, this is oh, new. I'm sorry, you have a new one. Yes, and uh, he was saying, well, "No, I, I I don't I don't own a private I, private jet. Uh, I'm flying blind here." But this was the the crux I just of it. Don't agree with your facts, which began with the presentation of one of the most outrageously persistent <clears throat> lies that I hear which is this private jet. We don't own a private jet. I don't own a private jet. I personally have never owned a private jet. And obviously, it's pretty stupid to talk about coming in a private jet from the State Department up here. It just, honestly, if that's where you want to go, go there. Mr. Secretary, in exchange with Mr. Mills, you just testified under oath that you never owned a private jet. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to enter into the record article here from February 15th of 2023. The, the John Kerry family private jet was sold shortly after <laughs> accusations of hypocrisy. Uh, Mr. Secretary, do you stand by that testimony Not that you've never I, owned or I personally, your family? I your family. personally, yes. My wife owned a plane. And so <laughs> oh, oh, right. Right. He just throw the wife under the bus. It was her, it was her plane. This yeah. article is not then inaccurate that your family owned a plane. You flew on a plane. My wife. My wife. Just don't. My wife. Yeah, it wasn't me. Hey, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yeah. So they don't go by that deal. I have to go with in my in my uh, family. It's our money. Right. You know, <laughs> no matter who makes it, it's our money. Was that the opposite? What what rule would would that be the opposite of? When he's saying, "Well, that's." You know, the, the, well, that's been there forever. No, that's yeah. my wife's private jet. You know what we could do? You could just grab any random 30 seconds out of any random John Kerry speech and have a gem. Just mm-hmm. everything he spews is lies and BS. It's Kamala-like. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, they should. You know what? That'd be a good ticket. They mm-hmm. should run together. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he's just lining that pocket. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing the song. <laughs> Wasn't me. Oh, the shaggy, yeah. yeah. You're going to please the likes of John Kerry. That isn't why you should ride an electric bike. But you'd be pleasing the elites. But that isn't why you should ride an electric bike. And you can say, that's my wife's electric bike. Right. You can get them at EcoFun. They're on sale. Uh, Scootstar, Bintelli, buy one, get another one at half price. You know what makes me happy about electric bikes? I see the smiles on their faces. They don't pedal uphill. No. Oh, I love that. No. <laughs> Here's awesome why you should have that. an electric bike. Not to please anyone, but because they're fun. Mm-hmm. 
and they're really, really well built. And EcoFun Motorsports has a BOGO 50% off sale right now. I think it's a through August 12th. Get out to EcoFun in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just west of 35. Great big brand new parking lot. Get the electric bike you like. Get it outside. Test drive it. Any Bentelli or Scootstar. You buy that at regular price and get a second one of equal or lesser value at 50% off. And you'll, because Kaylin's there, she'll get you the right fit, the right equipment, the right tires. It's just absolutely fascinating. You'll have a lot of fun. And while you're there, check out the Vanderhall Roadsters and the youth recreational equipment and the gas scooters that turn urban errands into adventures. Somebody should ask. Uh, somebody should ask Carrie if he still got his Ducati motorcycles. Mm. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. He liked to ride. Yeah, he, very expensive ones. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so uh, EcoFun is the place to be. It's EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and EcoFun Motorsports on the Service Road of Life near County Road Forty Two in Burnsville. Great people, great products, great recreation, and great deals right now. You shouldn't ride an electric bike to save the earth. You should ride it because it's fun. EcoFunMotorsports.com. I couldn't remember why he was there, Johnny. Uh, he was just, he was speaking to Congress. I don't remember what they, I think they're just okay. questioning about the department, right? Because nobody knows anything about his department and how much money they're spending on it right yeah okay yes it was my wife's private it was was my wife's my wife had a plane sure and only when cornered yep did he come what 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 can he possibly mean by farming if you if if like kenny said if you cut it back to belgian horses more than 600 million people are going to die Billions of people will die yep. because you can't produce enough food. Yeah, he and Bill Gates will take great care. The of production us. of food has not been a problem uh, with the growing population. That's another disappointing prediction they made back in the sixties and seventies. We won't have enough food. Well, farmers keep inventing ways to multiply their product. It's we have plenty of food, but this idiot is saying, "Well, we can't reach net zero because we're producing too much food." How we're transporting. We're, we're feeding the earth, the whole globe. Yeah, the United States is feeding the world. What we should be doing is feeding <clears throat> the geese. Yes. Yeah, and I suppose this guy's surrounded by just idiots who. Well, they're all in the government teat. They don't care. Hello, John. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to come up to him and say, "Hey, dipshit." Right. They're all going to come up to him and say, "Oh, let's have a mint julep." <laughs> mint, mint julep. Those are gross. Oh, those are pretty good. Nah, yeah. not a mint julep. You get all that crap in the yeah, in the liquid. Uh, brush it out. Did all you ever have crap. mint growing at your house? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. I've got yeah. fresh mint. We had mint all the time at the side of the house, like as a weed or I, something. We use it. Although I yeah. will say this: when we went to Churchill Downs, that would have, that would be what two years ago. That's where you get a mint julep. That was a pretty damn good mint julep, and the. Uh, it wasn't very cheap, by the way. No. Probably some um, Kentucky Derby Woodford Reserve. They had a, what would you call it, a statue of, was it Barabo? Who was the last? Mint. No, no, the horse <laughs> out in the front. That's 
Secretariat. No, no, no. Flecker. Bar- Flecker. Bar- Bar- Who is the most Ed. recent Triple Crown winner? Barabasa? Barabo or whatever the hell I have no idea. That freaking horse is the size of my dad's camper. They got some big horses. Yes, they're big horses. Yeah. You can get them. They, oh, they can yeah. run. Oh, they yeah, can run. Kenny. They're, they're fast. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I got to find out what the name of that damn horse is. Okay, let's go. Hey, let's go ball. here. I'm done. By right. the way, yeah, that wraps it up for Joe. Well, we'll see you tomorrow, G. I'll okay. see you. Joe, have you heard the new Wilco single? I have not. <gasps> it's pretty good. Oh, is it? Is it? Is it country or do they go back to no, some it's, rock and it's roll? A, it's a pop thing. Uh, it's a pop rock thing. What's it called? Any hooks in it? Purdy Chords. Yeah, it does. Evicted's the name of it. I'd like to hear it. Barbaro. Barbaro. Good. Can we go here? Barabbas. While we're hot, let's go. Barabbas. Release Barabbas! Kenny, you ready? <laughs> yeah. Love that. Easter. I'm evicted. It's called I'm evicted. I'm evicted. I'm sorry. I am Not rolling. Bad. Truth, justice, and the suchere. Well, uh, despite predictions from the doomsayers, the sun did actually come up today, which means DK Mag, uh, they threw open the door at 10 a.m. at the brick-and-mortar store right there on Old 8 in New Brighton. You know what? They're going to keep doing that until, uh, well, until the world spontaneously explodes. <laughs> wow. Uh, DK Mags also has Monticello Pawn and Gun there on Highway 25 south of 94 up in Monticello. A wonderful website, dkmags.com. And you're going to find the staff at both locations, honest, down-to-earth GLers. They're us, and they treat us well. Um, and that doesn't matter if you're walking in there scratching your head because this is your very first attempt at purchasing a firearm and you don't know where to begin or if maybe you do it weekly you get treated the same you get treated with respect and you can buy both in store or through the online catalog at dkmags.com i've done both both are easy and actually a little fun if you've got an old firearm from granddad or something or maybe it's just your own gun that needs a little work you can Trust that DK Mags can get it done. They'll either do it in-house with their gunsmithing guy, or they can send them out for more intricate and difficult jobs. DK Mags will also purchase your unwanted firearms or trade them in um, and store them. If you need short-term, long-term storage, they have secure options available. Try them out. Give them a shot. DK Mags are in New Brighton and Monticello Pond and Gun, a couple of wonderful shops. They're run by GLers for GLers. Fossil fuels. Call me now. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the mayor of Boston is a gal named Michelle Wu. And she's pictured here holding up a bill she just signed. Uh, it's a very common thing for governors to do. They gather their uh, cheering section around them, just like Walls has Flanagan batting her eyes at him when he signed something. And, and she just signed a bill that prohibits the use of fossil fuels Mm. in any new construction in Boston or any major renovations of city buildings. Problem solved. And she's doing this for purposes of equity, apparently. And if you can figure out what this has to do with equity, oh, please let me know. Boston Mayor Michelle Wu issued an executive order just this past Monday, two days ago, that bans the use of fossil fuels in new city-owned buildings and major renovations of municipal buildings. The order mandates that all new construction 
and major renovation of city-owned buildings be designed so that HVAC, hot water, and cooking systems do not use fossil fuels or connect to existing fossil fuel systems. Wow. Uh, how or why she got elected, I'm, I'm unfamiliar. I don't know a great deal about Michelle Wu, but uh, the American population keeps electing people that are not there to serve the best interests of the people who elected them. Well, it's just like Minnesota, far-left state, far-left town, far-left you know, elected officials. Furthermore, any construction project that replaces a municipal building's heating, ventilation, air conditioning, hot water, or cooking system must now choose a system that doesn't use, doesn't use fossil fuels. The order is meant to curb the city's carbon emissions, which the release said amounts to 70% of the city's greenhouse gas footprint. The latest in Wu's efforts to decarbonize the city, the order will work towards Wu's goal of zero emissions by 2050. Hmm. So she's she would be among those who could comfortably attend a cocktail party with John Kerry because sure. <laughs> they're both capable of diluting themselves. And she would get there on Kerry's wife's private jet. <laughs> week after week, we see the signs of extreme heat, storms, and flooding that remind us of a closing window to take climate action. Wu said the benefits of embracing fossil fuel-free infrastructure in our city hold no boundary across industries and communities, and Boston will continue using every possible tool to build the green, clean, healthy, and prosperous future our city deserves. I believe these people are mentally ill, and I'm very serious. I believe Wu and Carrie and and Mary A. Morality, I believe we have elected a an allegedly mental ill group of people. Mentally ill group okay. of people. The order takes effects immediately, but projects currently in procurement, design, or construction are exempt. The order defines major renovations as projects where structural work is planned in 75% or more of a building square footage. Municipal carbon emissions count for 2.3% of Boston's emissions. Additionally, city government owns 16 million square feet of property in the city, spread out over 380 buildings. That includes schools and public housing. Who does call the order a major undertaking? Uh, the decarbonization of municipal buildings is expected to spur job creation in the planning and construction sector, improve air quality in the buildings themselves, and reduce municipal spending on energy. So I'm a little confused about this. I'm reading the piece a in little? the Herald. I'm terribly confused. <laughs> I'm reading the piece in the Herald. So does that mean, can I still use a skid loader that runs on diesel to work? To in bring in the carbon-free HVAC equipment? To, to construct, to construct <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah, what about the belly dumpers and the, everything else, the, you know, loaders, etc.? I wish I could help you. She, earlier this month, Wu uh, <laughs> announced plans to make city transportation greener, more bike lanes, eBay rebate program, free blue bike subscriptions. I suppose that's those things you leave 
crumpled up on the corner when like you're the one, using it. If you guys see the one yeah. back here that's tangled up in the fence. <laughs> we had one on a freeway off ramp this morning. Yeah. <laughs> 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 What was the uh, the mayor of Boston's last name? Woo. Woo! Oh, nice. Hey, uh, that's all you get to do is that one. <laughs> oh, I sat here so patiently while you read that entire article with my finger on the trigger. Did you see the the mayor of Chicago, Brandon Johnson, was so fully engorged he went rushing right out to Boston yeah. to partake in the ceremony Did with he really? one, Did he really? one hand down his pants. Yeah. You're yeah. kidding. Yeah. He praised Wu for pushing forward with the climate initiative. These are people that do not have the citizenry at heart. No. no. They, these are people who do not have an American way of life at heart. No. These are people up to and including Carrie who would sacrifice people in order to save the earth because they're special people. And they deserve the earth to be saved for them. They're all nuts. They're nuts. I, I, you, you know what? There's nowhere get. There's no getting around this anymore. These people are crazy. I'm serious. They're nuts. Who's nuts? These. Woo! <laughs> Biden, I wish would leave me alone when it comes to my light bulbs. Okay. My gas heater. My air conditioner, my stove, my stove. Mm -hmm. Apparently, the ban on incandescent lights bulbs began yesterday. Did you know that? I did not know that. Trump, Trump canned that when he was president, okay. and now the Biden people brought have it back. Resuscitated. Yang and yang. This is playing politics, man. Under the apartment. <laughs> it's almost, almost, you know. Producer in a can there. Yes. <laughs> Under the Department of Energy's regulations, manufacturers and retailers will be prohibited from selling incandescent and similar halogen light bulbs, which represent a sizable share of current light bulb supplies. Instead, manufacturers and retailers must sell light emitting diode or LED alternatives or risk substantial federal penalties. It's impossible for Democrats to leave us alone. States must fight back, said Representative Bob Good, a Republican from Virginia. President Biden continues to push liberal fantasies through his weaponized federal agencies, Representative Andy Barr, a Republican from Kentucky, said. The Department of Energy should be focused on energy independence, not what light bulbs you can or can't purchase. Mm -hmm. The Department of Energy, by the way, has never produced a drop of energy. They've just There's just a big building it. full of people that say, let's get rid of light bulbs. In April of 2022, months after first proposing the rulemaking, the DOE finalized regulations prohibiting certain light bulbs over their low energy efficient levels. The regulations are projected to save consumers an estimated $3 billion per year on utility bills. Utter nonsense. What's a we don't know that? It's utter nonsense. Uh, we don't know that. And cut carbon emissions. Get ready again. Here's today's environmental ast... What do we call those? Astatistic. An astatistic, because this is pulled out of Jennifer Granholm's butt. Cut carbon emissions by... 222 metric tons over the next three decades. Uh, we don't know that. The light bulb that you... Environmental... 
statistics. You know, you walk down the basement, you pull out that old chewed up string, and you turn on the light <laughs> light bulb. Yep, exactly. Well, apparently, if we change those, we're going to save 222 million metric tons of carbon emissions. I don't. I do not believe that. I'm in agreement with you. Uh, now, does this mean that if I went to Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores today, have they been required? Uh, would you call them, please? Call Fratelloni's Hardware Store. I don't care which one you pick. And we'd call any hardware store, but not any hardware store advertises with us. Only Fratelloni's does. So I want to call Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores and says and say, I plan to come in today to buy some incandescent light bulbs. Call the Are they I'm... still available, or have they been instructed by the Department of Energy to remove them from the shelves? Call the one on Grand and Amherst and ask for Eric. <laughs> Call the one on Grand and Dale and ask for Mark. You want to play this game? I play this game all the time. Yeah. I'll you know. I know my I hardware get people. I can get you a store. I got it. I can get you a guy. Yeah. The lighting and okay, uh, so this is the latest thing that you know the 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 world and the country is falling apart, falling apart, and we're we're focused on the type of light bulb you have. What, Michael? Mike, yeah. Mike? Yes, yes. Joe. Mike, Mike Fratelloni has. Have you had to remove incandescent light bulbs from the hardware store shelves? Yep. Can you, can you still hear me? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you. Yes. We had to remove incandescent light bulbs. Some of them yesterday. If I walk into Grand and Dale today, can I buy an incandescent light bulb or are they gone? It, it, some are there, but some varieties are gone. So about 40 bulbs that we normally carried are done. You, you just can't get them anymore. What'd you do with them? Seriously? Did you, you took them off the shelf? Did you have to destroy them? Um, we have to destroy them, yes. Well, we sold them at a huge discount because Fratelloni is such a great deal. Yes. And then what we didn't have, we had left, boy. is we will have to destroy, and that's maybe you know just a couple of uh, carts full of stuff. And, and there was a bunch of random bulbs. Everything's been kind of replaced. But, yeah, we had to go through and get rid of a bunch of varieties of things. And there were a couple of employees I'm sure were really happy to well, get wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Be careful, uh -huh. Matthew. Be Are careful. there still some in the back that you're willing to sell at a discount? <laughs> um, Joe, be careful, I, I Joe. What's wrong with anything. that, Joe? I can't sell anything anymore. Oh. Don't put right. him in a position where he has to answer that. Yeah, but I'm sure, you know, these will go into the secondary black market <laughs> for all my buddies to just come and take. But, Joe, most of these bulbs that I have left are all the weird ones. No one uses these. Anymore. What What was the determining factor in the incandescent bulbs you were allowed to remain on the shelves? Well, the determining factor is pretty obviously. It's obviously global warming and a complete destruction <laughs> of the Earth. So that no. was the determining factor. No, but you said you had to remove some incandescent bulbs. Which ones did you not have to remove? He just well, told cer you. Certain um, you know, wattages. Oh. So you know how like you can no longer read by a lamp anymore because it's just not bright enough? Right. All of those bulbs that were bright enough, we can no longer sell. But the dim ones, <laughs> we can still sell just fine. Oh, God help you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Hey, is You're there welcome. anything else at any of your stores that you need to get rid of that I can swing by? Let's, not, let's not do oh, that. Don't put Whoever him in that. You're going to love. Yeah. <laughs> don't, you guys, you got to. You're the best, Mike. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you Mike.
Bye-bye. All right, so, goodbye. Uh, Let it the, hang uh, up on them. The Don't bulbs, get them in trouble. The bulbs that are still available, it looks like our appliance lamps, that, you know, fridge, oven lights, black lights. I don't know. People still use black lights. Right? Uh, left-handed thread lamps. I don't know what that means. Plant lights, floodlights, reflector lamps, showcase lamps, traffic signals, and some other specialty lights, including marine lamps. So you can still get those in incandescent form. Fleet that. Farm was selling these things for next to nothing about six months ago. Oh, I've really? got like a 30-year supply uh, in the cabinet. Yeah. Can I buy some from you? What in God's <laughs> name? Well, we've said it before. We're from the government, and we're we, here to We've help. asked ourselves this question many times. What in God's name has happened to us? What in God's name has happened to this country? A hardware store had to take light bulbs off the shelves or face federal penalties. And Which, you, go ahead, Kenny. What's weird is that the market was sorting this out anyway. Yep. I love the new light bulbs especially in my shop because it is so bright in there they're amazing and they cost me less money in the long run and they last longer and the market was discovering that and sorting this out to where we wouldn't have had to do this do you think john height uh is ready to come back with some news sure maybe some maybe some nice Old school Americana. Well, Are you doing an ad? Yeah. What? For old school <laughs> Americana. <laughs> right at your doorstep. Delivered your doorstep daily on the Garage Logic podcast. What are you talking Call about? Call 555-1212. That's 555-1212 for that good old oh. Americana. When you're looking at saving money in your light bulbs, how about you invest that with the best bank going right now? And a proud supporter of Garage Logic's 30 years, that, Lay it down. my friends, is North American Banking Company. My location's in Roseville, but GLers, listen up. They have five other locations to serve you. 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location in Maple Grove. If you're looking at making the switch, check out North American Banking Company because they offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other big banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank, Joe. No, uh, when you're done with the ad, I'd like to say something. Here, I thought you were so excited no, about no. maybe switching your banking that options sounds to like North a great American bank. Banking Thank Company. Yes, it does. They are locally owned and operated, which means loan decisions are made here in the Twin Cities. And this helps business owners solve problems quickly and expand their business with confidence. They first opened back in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers. Well, a lot has changed since then. This commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities that has not. So when your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or to solve a problem, turn to the experts at North American Banking Company. You can see them on their website, nabankco.com. That is their website, nabankco.com. Poke around. Check them out. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. A final, a final note on the bulbs before we take a break and return with John. Environmental groups that oppose the Trump administration's actions have cheered the Biden administration for cracking down on incandescent light bulbs. Joe Vukovic, an energy efficiency advocate at the Natural Resources Defense Council, said rules banning inefficient light bulbs were long overdue. Meanwhile, over the last several months, the Department of Energy has unveiled new standards for a wide variety of other appliances, including 
gas stoves, clothes washers, refrigerators, dishwater, uh, dishwashers, water heaters, and air conditioners. And according to the current Federal Unified Agenda, a government-wide semi-annual list that highlights regulations agencies plan to propose or finalize within the next 12 months, the Biden administration is additionally moving forward with rules impacting dozens more appliances, including furnaces, pool pumps, battery chargers, ceiling fans, and dehumidifiers. Oh, Ramos, so many Padre Filio Sancte Spiritu Dei. Amen. Weird cult? What the hell was that? I don't that? know, Kenny. I just <laughs> threw some Latin cult. in there. I don't know what it is. Are you a cult? Yes, we John, do that Texas story, okay? I got it. Yep. It's, uh, the second okay. half of the news. Okay, Matt. I got it. Matt, have you. Uh, are you high? Yes. Uh, <laughs> what was this Americana five 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 thing? Makes I was sense. just saying we just need to get back to some old Americana, and then you looked at me like I was doing an ad. I so thought I you were. I thought it was that new food service deal. Hello, fresh old time Americana. <laughs> Call me now for something to eat. Oh, hang on. We got a new promo. Hang on. Chicka 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 chicka. I should get some water. What happened to us? I don't know. Not a Garage Logic town council member. Here's what you're missing. I was sitting in a chair Sunday night. I got out of the chair, and I've never experienced such pain in my life in my right leg, which would not work. Ooh. Couldn't walk. Well, you're lucky that you just got checked out thoroughly. Guaranteed you were dehydrated. How much do you drink a day? A lot. No, no. no. How much water do you drink a day? Probably not enough water. <laughs> well, it went from a lot to yeah. not enough. <laughs> How much water do you drink a day? Oh, well, this was Sunday. You had two cups of coffee before 10. You count the holy water or no? Got a couple of NAs. No, that doesn't help. I had some that's, iced that's tea. Water. <laughs> no. Well, I guess that's I didn't have enough water. water. Maybe I'll buy that theory. I probably didn't have enough water. Caffeine, that can dehydrate you. Yeah, most, whatever. Most NAs are I don't just water. Care. Never mind. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. John, this Wilco song reminds me of a bad impersonation of um, Harrison. It's Beatlesque. I'll give you, you Beatlesque, yeah. But I do like it. Yeah, I do like it. Let me hear it, Kenny. Turn it up. No, uh, we oh, can. Yeah, now you can. You can a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. Because we're not, we're not doing the show. <clears throat> well, I guess, Kenny, we're not doing the show. Let me hear it. I'm midway through. Here, let's go to the beginning. Johnny, did you say it's an album or a single? Here's it's the beginning. It's a single. Album's out September. This is the ramp.
Okay, that's enough. Uh, what's it called? I'm evicted. 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 Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I pretty much like everything they do, so I suppose I'll like that. Yeah. What is their genre? Alt country? What are they? They're Wilco, Chris. Okay. <laughs> Don't try to stick baby in a are they corner. From, <laughs> are they from Alton, Illinois? Aren't they from Ohio? No. They're not from Ohio. Thought, are you sure? Yeah. I thought they were from Illinois because I thought Chicago was right, kind of there. I think they're from Alton, Illinois. Where? Hmm. So I've always, mother. I've always thought Uncle Tupelo was uh, an Ohio band. Oh, I guess I'm wrong. Just take Wilco, your time Chicago, Illinois. So Wilco's cool. an American alternative rock band from Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, there's some Alton in there someplace. Alton, Illinois? Mm-hmm. Why do I know that? Is somebody from Alton that you've talked about before? Your mom? mother's Joe's from mom. Alton. Robert right, Wadlow. Gotcha. Robert Wadlow. Robert Wadlow, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But it's funny that you know where Robert Wadlow was from, but you don't know where Robert Earl Hughes was from. Who's he? Well, come on, Guinness Book of World Records. A oh, dog he was, champion? He was the fat guy. Yep. The fat guy. 1,096 pounds, if I remember correctly. That's a big guy. Oh, I no. am uh, well on the way to putting him out of business. <laughs> <laughs> he was born in Monticello, Missouri, and died in Bremen, Indiana. How long did he make it? Uh, 26 to 58, so 32. Let's go here. He was a big one. Can you ready? They haul um, around a van. He was buried in a coffin the size of a piano case. I see. Give me a second, wow. Chris. John, when you are at your midway point, would you yes, please sir. throw it to the Rookster? The Rookster. Miss Sonic? Yes, Damn, please. I wish I would have gotten into the store over the weekend and bought about $200 worth of light bulbs. Oh. Fleet Farm sold out months ago. Shoot. I like the part where he said... You know the ones that you used to use that you can't read? Those ones are still good. <laughs> See, you guys were trying to get him in trouble. You know what happened. They all went home with employees. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, there's there's so. none left. Yeah. Can we go here? But remember um, as a kid when you had the old plastic, uh, when you were breaking light bulbs? How, how satisfying that was? How is the Easy Bake Oven going to run now? I don't know. Well, it's not Seriously. On, yeah, it's not on light bulbs and it's not on gas. Damn. You ready, Ken? Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Tupelo formed in Belleville, Illinois. So that's where yeah. Tweedy's from. That's uh, pretty near Alton. Okay. It's over there. Rolling. <laughs> you can get there. Yeah. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. I'll give you a little bit of Americana. I hear my new hobby out in the sticks, out in the country, is letting the uh, bugs build up on my windshield till they're so thick I can't see out of it. And then I squirt the whole windshield down with Bugs Be Gone, and then I stand there and watch them melt. That sounds like a guy that should be hauled away, doesn't it? <laughs> Put in a home somewhere. Seafoam. Yeah. Uh, the claim with seafoam is, and uh, the Bugs Be Gone, is that it melts the sticky bond of bugs to the windshield, but it melts the bugs. They slide down the windshield before you even get a chance to hose them off. It's so amazing. It's my new favorite thing. 
uh, Bugs Be Gone has turned. Well, you know how irritating it is to try to get those things off your scrubbing, eh, 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 and then you you wipe it all off, and they're still there, and you got to do it again. Ah, Bugs Be Gone gets rid of all of that. Now, obviously, Bugs Be Gone safe for all finishes. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking about it. It's non toxic. It's a water based formula, and it leaves no film or haze when it dries. And we can use this stuff on anything. All our toys, vehicles, campers, uh, motorcycles, pontoons, boats, golf carts, you name it. If it's organic, just spray it on, wait a few minutes, then wash it off. Boom, bugs be gone. Mm. Another wonderful product for our vehicles from the fine folks at Seafoam. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. State officials have released body cam video that shows part of that traffic stop on Interstate 94 in Minneapolis that left a man dead on Monday morning. The Department of Public Safety gave family members of the driver identified as 33-year-old Ricky Cobb II a chance to see it first. According to DPS, a trooper saw a Ford Fusion without any taillights on I-94 about 1.50 in the morning Monday. The driver pulled the, or the trooper, excuse me, pulled the driver over and then learned he was wanted for a felony-level violation. After troopers learned about the alert, they tried to detain Cobb, but DPS says he refused to get out of the vehicles. Uh, Troopers then tried to physically remove him from the vehicle, but he started driving away. At that point, the trooper fired a gun, hitting Cobb multiple times. While few details have been shared about the investigation, a spokesperson for DPS did confirm that all three uh, troopers had tasers, but none had pulled their tasers. Troopers provided aid to Cobb until medics got there. When the agency still uh, hasn't confirmed whether Cobb died at the scene or the hospital, the medical examiner report said that Cobb did die at the scene. The Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota, excuse me, Bureau of Criminal Apprehension is investigating the use of force incident. The video appears to show one trooper talking to Cobb at the front driver's side window with another trooper at the front passenger window and a third trooper at the back of the car. After trying to get the driver to exit the video, Uh, exit the vehicle, excuse me, the driver's door opens and the trooper tries to grab the wheel before the car takes off forward, knocking the two front troopers to the ground and dragging the driver's side trooper for about two seconds. Another body cam video shows the trooper on the passenger side had also opened the door right before the car inched forward and was leaning inside just before the car took off. All three troopers are on standard administrative leave amid the BCA's investigation. I have a theory. And I'm not being facetious. Kenny, what type of weapon would successfully uh, disable a car tire if you shoot it? Anything? Don't. That's not even up for discussion. You're not done. Ricochet? You you haven't Uh, heard uh, me yet. Oh, you know what? You know what? Um, Lay a stop strip thing under the back wheels as you're approaching walking up to the vehicle. So then you don't have to discharge a firearm. Here's this, my, well, okay. I didn't get to my theory yet, but you're on the right track. Okay, go ahead. In law enforcement academies, it, and I'm being very serious, it's going to have to be taught that there's a certain segment of the population who will absolutely not obey any request or command. Non-compliance. You, will, you yep. will encounter them daily. There is a certain segment of the population, no matter what you say or ask, they will not do. Therefore, uh, we got to come up with something. Either disable the tire, stop sticks, or something. That's your first... The minute they refuse... Uh, you you disable any ability of the car to move, and you'll a, you'll end these shootings. Really, that's really a good idea. Now putting that into action and making it work a different story. But I think you're on the right track. You're just going to have to teach 
law enforcement officers that that's what they're going to have to deal with. You're going to have to deal with people who, no matter what you ask or say, no matter how politely and civilly you do it, they're not going to obey. Therefore, we need a secondary means of enforcement. My my goal, my idea was to shoot the tires out, but that's going to no, be uh, that's no, not a good not, one. No. So put stop sticks in front and back of the car. In the form of wheel chocks. We all know what wheel chocks are, right? Yes. You mm-hmm. carry them right with you. They're on a rope. You lay one down as you approach the passenger or driver window. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what will happen. And I, I, do, like, I don't know what will happen. And I like your idea, so I, I'm on board with your idea completely. But then what's going to happen is if a trooper doesn't do this for every single stop, the likes of Nakima Levy Armstrong are going to say, well, this officer, this trooper was racist well, because the stop stick was only thrown up. You don't have to well, yeah. do it for every single stop. And that's what stop. I'm saying. Do it for everybody. And then when you get compliance, quickly remove the stop stick and Retrieve say, thank it. you for your yep. patience and on your way you go. That's Boom. And we're, you know... If you're in law enforcement, forgive us. We're civilians just spitballing here and trying to come up with something. Um, but in this case, if I remember right, they had a little conversation before the three of them approached the vehicle. Yep. Yeah, I, I believe and that the, is correct, yes. And they knew ahead of time that Ramsey County was looking for a hold on this fella. Yep. They so also- in... Go ahead, John. I'm sorry, Kenny. They also knew uh, there was something called a COPS, which I'd never heard of before, K-O-P-S, which is a keep officers safe. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a protection a, it's a, thing. Yep. Right, for the on on that uh, person. So Right. They so they were hyper-vigilant, they knew ahead of time. But yep. in this case, it would have been nice if we had that, you know, spiked wheel chalk thing, Joe. And it wouldn't have prevented the drive-off, but it would have slowed him down. Right. You know. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that perplexed perplexed me watching this, and they did address this in the news conference, you don't really hear the gunshot. Could you guys hear a gunshot? I no. watched mm-hmm. it ten times and no. could not hear the gunshot. And mm-hmm. they uh, they yesterday the state patrol said they don't know why. They have no idea, but they said, yeah, we we don't really hear it either. So, but which is neither here nor there. But, uh, but you well, could I hate to confuse things, but I thought I heard the gunshots. Really? Okay. Um, I think you might have on one of the shots, maybe. Um, but. Uh, you did see that. I think it was from the dash cam video where you saw him. Uh, he's obviously right-handed, as far as I could tell, come up from his waist and go in. Is, uh, is Crump in town yet? Well, no, what, but he's on his way. You know is that. Is he on his way? All I, right. I haven't yeah. heard officially, but yeah. You haven't been briefed. I've what been was briefed the on that? one thing that would have prevented all this? There is just that one thing that would have, none of this would have happened. Compliance? There you go. Right, and that's said all the time, and it becomes a cliche. And it does. It's, it's it not is. in compliance with a certain segment of the population is not ever going to happen. Nope, not an option. Pioneer Press reporting jurors awarded $11.5 million yesterday to the family of a man fatally shot by two St. Paul police officers in 2017. That is the most ever that has been handed out by the city. On Monday, the jurors found that Officer Nathaniel Younce, who fired just before Officer Miko Norman, violated Cordell Handy's constitutional rights by using excessive force and that he wrongfully caused Handy's death. 
They did not find Norman civilly liable. Handy's mother, Kimberly Handy Jones, filed a federal lawsuit, which went to trial last week, concluded yesterday. The jury decided on $10 million in compensatory damages and $1.5 million in punitive damages. St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter said Tuesday his heartfelt condolences go out to the family. He did say, I am at the same time surprised by both the finding of liability and the magnitude of damages awarded by the jury in the case. He said, our officers responded to a chaotic and dangerous scene centered around a person who, by all accounts, was acting erratically and had already fired 16 shots in an apartment before police arrived there. The lawsuit named the city of St. Paul and the officers with the jury's verdict. The city will be on the book to pay the families, uh, Andy Jones's attorney said. The city is reviewing the verdict, considering options, including post-trial motions and appeal. Such, are you surprised by the mayor's comments? No. Um, we have an email submission from a town council member, uh, by the name of deputy, no name Mm -hmm. deputy, no name says, Hey, town council member here. Joe's idea does already exist. And it's used by several twin cities, Metro agencies. Hmm. It is called the terminator. It's about eight inches long. Please do not use my name. Active, active, active deputy, excuse me, working the best right now in the Metro area. So what is it? It's called the terminator. He provided a a uh, website for it so it does already exist and it's used by some agencies already interesting all right i feel like suit should be written a check though anyway yeah just just for having a good just for the idea yeah (laughs) yeah. somebody cut you a check authorities say a person died early sunday morning after a vehicle hit a tree and then caught fire in coon rapids the anoka county sheriff's office's dispatchers received a report of a vehicle fire in the 10 400 block of mississippi boulevard at about 4:40 in the morning sunday police from coon rapids and anoka responded found a vehicle that had left the road hit a tree and became fully engulfed in flames firefighters eventually got the fire under control authorities then found an adult inside the vehicle a person pronounced dead at the scene Sheriff's Office says the victim's identity has not yet been determined, but the vehicle involved in the crash was reported stolen in Coon Rapids. The investigation remains active. Joe, do you know, are there any vehicles, new vehicles on the market that have a built-in factory-installed fire suppression system? I'm unaware of that. I'll look it up. You're giving me another thought. The day could be coming when law enforcement will have the technical ability to disable a car as they approach it. Yeah, that was my first thought when you brought up the other mm-hmm. idea. I thought, well, mm-hmm. I wonder if someday they'll have the ability They'll to just, just press go, a button, click, yeah. and the car shuts down. It can't start. It can't do anything. Right. Didn't that and have, again, do it for every well, stop. Th- that's what OnStar does. That, I was going to say, didn't OnStar do that in a chase? And was it Florida? I don't know. Yeah, that's what the great thing about OnStar is. Not only can they follow your stolen vehicle... They can wait till law enforcement is ready and then disable it. Hmm. You know, the other good thing about OnStar is... The following conversation... No, we've already had that. <laughs> we've had that. Former GOP gubernatorial candidate and state lawmaker Kurt Zellers is stepping into the top position at the Minnesota Business Partnership. Uh, that group is a prominent advocacy group that represents the state's largest employers. Uh, he will replace a fellow we all know, Charlie Weaver, who's retiring after two decades at the helm of the partnership. The organization represents more than 100 top execs in Minnesota, including leaders from all the state's Fortune 500 companies, and has been a vocal advocate for all their interests at the Capitol. 
Cargill recorded $177 billion in revenue last year. That is the most ever for America's largest privately held company. The Minnetonka-based agribusiness saw revenue increase 7% for its latest fiscal year, which ended in May. As a private company, Cargill releases very few financial details throughout the year. Its annual report with the latest released Wednesday today is a notable exception. Cargill's 2023 fiscal year, which ran from June 1st of 2022 to May 31st of this year, builds on a revenue surge in recent years. From 2016 to 2020, the company's revenue hovered between $107 billion and $115 billion per year. We're doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah, Kenny. Uh, there are vehicle fire suppression systems. I'm not finding any of them that are factory installed. They're all aftermarket uh, all right. systems. Uh, uh, why don't we take a short break here and hear from our friend, the rookie? Why don't I add some of my own business news today? All right. The Zillow Group has bought uh, Aereo, Matthew's company. So that's good. Terms were not disclosed, but they signed a deal today. Congratulations, uh, Matthew. He is extremely, extremely. So uh, this is your last day? So I'm announcing this is my last (laughs) rookie (laughs) again. I will listen every day, but I just won't be coming in. Uh, Send us postcards, please. Satellite from Marco Island or Naples. Uh, uh, How old is he? How old is he? He's He's 26. Wow. Let that sink in. He doesn't, though. Have a fart button. Yeah, he's not playing with fart buttons on his computer at work like we are. Anyway, uh, so congratulations to Matthew and the whole Aereo uh, crew, uh, Brendan and uh, Brannock, who have worked hard to uh, to achieve that. I'm real proud of them. Did they buy time? <laughs> they don't have to anymore. They got enough. Uh, Minnesota Masonic Charities is talk about a really. And they better be donating. Great outfit. Yes, right, exactly. They'll they'll come through for sure. As you know, Minnesota Masonic Charities, one of the Minnesota's leading service organizations. Just one other great example of what they do is the Masonic Children's Clinic for Communication Disorders. It's located in Duluth and they do really good work. They provide early identification, treatment, and support for childhood communication disorders and have helped thousands of families unlock the world of communication for their kids since about nineteen hundred. So these are kids that are not communicating. They're working in an environment where they wake up and they start to communicate. It's fantastic. It's amazing work by amazing people. If you'd like to learn more about it, you can go to their website, MasonicChildrensClinic.org. If you want to get involved, they've got a golf tournament, the Scottish Classic. It's in uh, Duluth on August 14th. Call the number 218-390-0864 or get the number from MasonicChildrensClinic.org. Minnesota Masonic Charities, compassionate, committed, and very capable. From high atop the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, we're celebrating 30 years of garage logic. Thanks in part to North American Banking Company. What'd you do now? Did you play golf yesterday at all? No. Can't no. get that twilight. Uh... No, if I tell you, you're really going to get no, mad at me. No, no, no. Now you're telling me. Well, you know, I got a boat upside down in sure. my garage. I've had it in there since spring. Mm-hmm. Upside down. Yep. And I got the brainstorm that, hmm, you know. <laughs> Stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why you hurt your neck. Your brain was working right. so hard. That... I, I had a brainstorm that uh, to put the dashboard back in. So I had the dashboard out of the boat. I right. restored, restored the instruments and I varnished the dashboard. 
and I reassembled the dashboard and put the instruments in. It looks like a million bucks. Mm, the bed looks nice. And then I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know what? You know what a guy could do? The equivalent to making a move. Guy could put this in upside down. Because, <laughs> well, because I would have the garage floor as, in other words, I could crawl under the boat. It'd be like standing from the ceiling. You can get your head in there and so forth and work on it. I'll let you finish. Sorry. <laughs> no, the boat's upside down. All right. But in but I got to thinking, well, I can slither under there. There's plenty of work. And then come back up, and I'm in the hull of the boat, right? And you can, can, you, can you imagine right, that? Right, standing up. Well, you can't stand. I don't mean stand, but I you, could kneel. Right. And I thought, I'll go in there. I'll set the dashboard in place, and I'll work while the boat's upside down, and I'll have more room than waiting for the boat to be right side up and then having to somehow squirrel myself right. up under the front deck. Easier. That, right. It's easier if you're, uh, in, if you're young. No, no, I mean it's easier the way you're talking right. about it. Right, and I did I agree it, and it was uh, easier. Okay. But because... I had to bend over mm -hmm. and let my ah, head hang down be behind the thing like this. Your neck was extended, yeah. and therefore and there's you may problem. have pulled a little muscle or vertebrae or something like that. I, and I don't want any calls on this no. because I'll have some guy telling me to take you know some herbal root. <laughs> I don't. I know it's it's going to be fine. You know, a little ice and a little Advil. Yeah, but but you know what? What have you done with it in the past where your neck has not hurt? The boat was flipped over, and you worked on it that way? Yeah, but the the problem then is that it's so uncomfortable to wedge yourself up in there. I would agree. That this this makes a lot of sense, and it's in, and it's perfect. Oh, well, if... I have to go it, back in and, and uh, reattach all of the electrical work. Minor adjustments. But I'm going to wait a few days, because I'm not ready to go back in just now. <laughs> I went in big time. Well, then you're, you did this last night? Mm-hmm. Because I asked you before, after the show, how's your neck been feeling? Mm -hmm. And it's, you said it's been actually been great. It's pretty been, good. It's been great. It's been so great. now you went and blew it last I, night and screwed it all up again. Yeah, because yeah. I couldn't wait to put the dashboard in. It's what it's what women would call getting the effect. Getting kind the effect. Kind of a effect. new uh, GL concept right. that we new haven't talked about. Well, a lot of women, uh, they'll go to the store, for example, mm -hmm. and they'll buy a uh, painting or a new lamp, mm -hmm. or, uh, oh, I'm trying to even think of a better example. Some type of accessory for the home. Exactly, and they want instant gratification. They want to get the effect, <laughs> right? So immediately, you have to hold that for them and where it goes, oh, or man. they bang it into place, and mm -hmm. you say, why? what's going on? I have to get the effect. I want to get the effect. <laughs> and And it... Uh, all, 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 all else stops in order for the woman to get the effect. Everything else is shut down. See, it's a new, it's a new it's a concept we've never even discussed before called getting the effect. Getting the effect. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a better example. Uh, uh, you know, she who strikes worst terror. Yep. Then, for example, uh, would would buy a uh, uh, let's say she'd bring home a flower box. Okay. Right. And she'd recruit uh, whoever was around mm -hmm. to hold it in place. Neighborhood kids doesn't a a absolutely walk mailman. hold it in place so she could 
get the, the effect. effect. Walk right. around, right. maybe go Walk, back 10, it. 15 feet, kind of get the effect of what it's... Absolutely, have and, to get the effect. So <laughs> I am I'm th- put the dashboard back together, the instruments are gleaming, it's just gorgeous. To get the effect. I had to go in to get the effect. And then I... Th- in fact, that's exactly what I did. I went in and held it in place to <laughs> get, get the, the effect. effect. And I thought, well, what the hell? Let's go Let's for it. Let's go for it. And then I put it in. Normally, would you have someone help you with this? Or the, you this, would have to wait until the boat was turned over? In this position, I needed no help because the dashboard Rested. was sitting, had a place to rest, hmm. which was the deck. However, had the boat been right side up, you might have needed an extra pair of hands to hold it in place while you're behind it screwing it, it in. Okay. Get it? I got gotcha. you. Huh? Huh? Makes sense huh? now. But well, I had to get, get the, the effect. effect. And you got your minor neck, which is okay. It's minor. Well, sometimes you can sacrifice Sometimes you can sacrifice physical discomfort in order to get the effect. Get the effect. I'm in fact I'm making a note of that right now. <laughs> okay. Get the effect. Get the effect. Oh, women are mainly... I, no, I'd agree with you. I would. I would imagine you're married to a woman who needs to get, get the, the effect. effect. 30 Years of Garage Logic is brought to you by North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. To learn more, go to nabankco.com. Join us all summer long as we look back at 30 years of GL memories. All that highlight told me was we used to have a hell of a lot of time to oh. screw around. <laughs> We're coming back now? Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. Oh, I had so much to talk about off the air with yeah. this. Well, then say it. <laughs> the mock-up, getting the effect, is what I call mocking it up. Yeah, mock-up. I, yeah. I can't tell you how many times. Like uh, I've got one sled that I'm building from scratch from parts, and I'll try different parts, different seats, different hoods, different windshields, shrouds, just to mock it up so I can get the, the effect. effect. Yeah. And number two, what I wanted to say, when I restored that Glastron jet flight, yes. it has molded fiberglass seats, yep. a cockpit that you literally have to slide into. Right. If I would have known about your trick, I would have turned that, because I had to do the same thing you did, replace all the dash stuff. Yeah. The dash was all cut up. Upside down. And getting in there and underneath, my feet were up in the air, my back was crinked, I was underneath, I could only use one. If I would have turned that thing upside down, I could have sat in a chair and done it with ease. Mm-hmm. Sushire, you're brilliant. Mm-hmm. See? That's why wow. I chose that highlight. I know, but it I, was a too long of a it, highlight. It, was it wasn't long. a highlight. It was kind oh, of boring. God, no, it, was, it, was, it was fascinating. Yeah. I tried to ignore it, but I was so enwrapped yeah. in yeah. it. It was good. If you painted that sled, Kenny, would you have Rookie come over to touch it to see if it was dry? <laughs> to see how dry it is. And just kind of lightly drag your okay. finger. I have to admit, I have that same thing in me that Rook does. But I always pick a spot that cannot be that you actually have to look hard to find, and that's where I touch it. <laughs> no, I chose it right I have, on the side. I don't have any right choice. On the side, right I have visible. to touch it. <laughs> what are you doing, you moron? I'm seeing how dry it is. It's not yet. 
In other news, on Tuesday afternoon, special counsel Jack Smith filed a 45-page indictment in which prosecutors laid out in detail allegations that former President Donald Trump pushed election officials to reject the results of the election in their states while concocting a plan with several co-conspirators labeled one through or excuse me, two through six, to fraudulently overturn the election despite knowing their claims of election fraud were false. How did the former president react? Well, not surprisingly, this morning he asked for more money. He thanked his uh, surrogates for defending him in a social media post, and shortly thereafter, his campaign sent out a fundraising note, which noted that he is now facing, quote, 561 years in prison from the left's witch hunts. Similar things happened after Trump's existing indictments with some diminishing returns. After indictment number one, his campaign asked for funds and raised about $400 million. After indictment number two, they raised $225 million. Figures last week show that uh, most of that money has already been spent mostly on legal fees. All right, here, here's the problem. Comment. Here's the problem. Uh, Trump has, has burned through the A grade of lawyers. They don't. They want nothing to do right. with him because he doesn't pay him. He's right. a he's a jip. Now he's getting Tony. So the now hawk. he's got lawyers that get their degree from an Ovaltine wrapper. They're making about eight dollars <laughs> and ninety eight cents an hour, yep. and they don't. They're not any good. Tony the chain. He's got the. He's got. He's down at the bottom of the barrel yeah. for lawyers. He's running out of lawyers, mm-hmm. and so now if you sap send him money, he's using that money to pay these lawyers, folks. There are uh, families that are starving. There's children that have cancer. There's so many other ways to give your money to a good cause. Why would you donate what, to that? What What is the third step, Joe? You mentioned step one, best lawyers available. He then, they, they burn through those. No. Step step two, worst lawyers available. Yeah. What is step three? Well, step two. The only lawyers available. Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> no. What? No. Uh, help me. Defend himself. Yeah, that's oh, right. Sweet <laughs> Jesus. And he's not a lawyer. That I have another the best, prediction. The best lawyer there ever was. I have, another, I have another prediction. In yeah. the dead of night, in the dead of night, he's leaving this country. He's moving in with Putin. Oh, you know, I had Ooh. that uh, thought also yesterday. He loves Putin. Thing. He loves Putin. He loves that Putin's a dictator. Do he not loves... email me. Show. Do you hate that idea? No, let him go. Yeah, go go away. (laughs) You'll hold the door for him. Yes, go away. You would think even the FBI would be okay with that. (laughs) Yeah. A federal jury has sentenced Pittsburgh synagogue mass shooter Robert Bowers to death this morning. All 12 jurors had to agree to impose the death penalty. Otherwise, he would have been sentenced to life in prison. Bowers shot and killed 11 worshipers, including a 97-year-old woman at the Tree of Life Synagogue back on October 27, 2018, in the deadliest anti-Semitic attack in American history. Bowers had offered to plead guilty if the death penalty was taken off the table, but prosecutors turned him down. He was convicted in June on all 63 counts against him, including 11 counts of hate crimes resulting in death. That led to the final phase of the trial, which included testimony from victims' families. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is separating from his wife, Sophie Gregoire. After 18 years of marriage, 51-year-old Trudeau made the announcement in a statement published on Instagram this morning. He said, Sophie and I would like to share the fact that after many meaningful and difficult conversations, we've made the decision to separate. Trudeau... 
Trudeau and Gregor have three kids, Xavier, 15, <laughs> Ella Grace, 14, and Adrian, 9. The couple met in Montreal in 2002, were married three years later, after Trudeau, who had spent years teaching in Vancouver, had returned to Montreal. Now, you know, you know who he's hooking up with. Uh, uh, stop! You, you read my mind. Yeah, Melania. Well, yeah. And Melania yeah. just left. Yep. She yeah. left the White House yep. with Barron. She's going yep. to hook up I'm, with Trump. Justin. Look at that picture, man. Look at that. And she, I've never she, been she, looked at yeah, like that. Ever. By never. anything. Never. By anybody. Rook, and, you, yeah. what do you mean she just left the White House with Barron? Oh, I'm, I'm not the White House. She just left um, the compound. Mar-a-Lago or wherever uh, they're living. Yeah. Or New York. I'm not sure what it well, is. What was your line? No one's ever looked at me. I've never been looked at like that. <laughs> That's an incredible. That's like the first time we heard the line, you can leave that room, yeah. baby. It's <laughs> like that look. Isn't that I could look? come home with a million dollars in my hands, and I wouldn't get that look. A million? How about a, a million. billion? <laughs> a billion. Wow. CNBC released its uh, rankings of the best and worst states to live in in the United States last week. The rankings come from the network's yearly research on the best states for business in 2023. One of the 10 criteria for the list is life, health, and inclusion, from which CNBC determines the best and worst states. CNBC allots 350 possible points to each state measuring categories like per capita crime rate, environmental quality, health care, and worker protections. It also examines anti-discrimination laws, voting rights, and access to child care. Surveys indicate a large percentage of women consider reproductive rights in deciding where they're willing to live, so CNBC includes abortion laws in the category. Uh, Texas ended up being number one of the worst states to live in. Okay. Well, this is done by who? Uh, CNBC did it. Well, right? I okay. I have to admit, I fed John this story because I yes, was going to use it on Krabby until I started doing some research, and then it it, it fell under the uh, auspices of being a political story. Here's of course the, it is. Here's the worst states. Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, South Carolina, Alabama, Missouri, Indiana, Tennessee, Arkansas. What do those they're 10 all, states... They're all conservative-leaning. Here's the 10 best states. Right, this is all BS. Vermont, Maine, New Jersey, Minnesota, Hawaii, Oregon, Washington, Massachusetts, Colorado. All what? being ruined and destroyed by progressives. And then CNBC, and I love this. This shows how slimy they are. Look how old Melania is. Got yeah. The, <laughs> the 10... You think you got a shot? <clears throat> no, I think, I think Justin does. The 10 best states for business. This is just business, business alone. Uh, better not be Minnesota. North Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee, Georgia, Minnesota, Texas, Washington, Florida, Utah, Michigan. Split evenly five and five, mm. right down the middle. Mm. Anyway, That's all. I thought, I thought that was fascinating yeah. and fun. 53. She's 53, and how old's that phony uh, head of Canada? Uh, 52? Trudeau, it's a marriage said, made in heaven. Uh, they're going to get together. That's a done deal. You heard it here first. I, I'll i throw out there that it's already happened. It's probably already happened. Yeah. In fact, Melania is the home wrecker. 51. She, he's 51. Born she's on 53. Christmas Day. Yeah. That's, that's her present. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what, did, what did you say? I don't know. Americana. Homemaker. Call me now. No, you called her what? A homewrecker. Um, homemaker. Yeah, a homemaker. Home, well, a homemaker. Oh, homemaker. Turn back the She's clock. a homewrecker. 
It's the best comment ever in an interview that you did or yeah. a phone call. What do you do for a living, sir? Uh, homemaker. Um, homemaker. Thank what you. was the news story? <laughs> he do you remember? He refused to remove his car during a snow emergency. Wasn't it something like that, Rook? And he parked it in his yard or something? Yeah. It, yeah. Now, I don't know. But local it, guy, though. Was it a local yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, Minneapolis guy. And we got him on the phone for some reason, and uh, somehow I just decided, what do you I'm do a for a living? homemaker. I'm a homemaker. Now, I think, uh, Joe, I think it, it was something that he disagreed with you on. I don't recall what. But Maybe. I don't called, know. And either. then you guys had a, a really nice conversation. Like parking your car on the snow. Yeah. And then you said, what do you do for a living? And uh, Mrs. A Mrs. Walls ought to be careful, too. You know what I'm saying? P Peggy's batting those eyes. Oh, or actually, maybe Mrs. Walls wants that to happen. Maybe. Wait, does, wait a minute. Is Does Peggy, what team is she on? I don't know. Uh, she she's played married for with her own kids. club? She's oh, she is. Kids, yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, I but didn't... she's also on the Protect Trans Kids with a Knife t-shirt team, whatever Ooh, team that is. Boy, that's yeah. a good team that's to be those on. Yeah. If you live in Arkansas, you can no longer access America's most popular porn site, Pornhub. Damn it. Pornhub has blocked access to IP addresses in Arkansas in reaction to a new Arkansas law that requires age verification for users. Act 612 requires age verification for websites that have a substantial portion of material that's pornography or harmful to minors. It went into effect yesterday along with some other state laws. A Pornhub spokesperson told 4029 News that when it complied with a similar law in Louisiana, its traffic dropped by 80%. Users didn't stop looking for adult content altogether, but instead went to other, more dangerous websites, according to the Pornhub spokesperson. Age verification should happen at the device level where parents can block, monitor, and minors' browsing activity, according to Pornhub. Arkansas Senator Tyler Dees was the lead sponsor of the bill. He said earlier this year that the law was necessary. Uh, Pornhub is the most visited adult website in the United States and the ninth most visited site of any type in the country, according to Similar Web, which studies that sort of thing. I can tell you, having spent some time in Arkansas for a British car event, yeah, uh, I'll tell you what Arkansas has that I just envy the hell out of. They have the world's greatest thunderstorms. Really? For some reason, they're totally different in the South than hmm. they are here. Okay. They're, uh, the they're more intense. They're right on top of you. The lightning... Bolts are, are magnificent. They're just amazing. I've learned that Arkansas is to Missourians what Iowa is to Minnesotans. <laughs> mm -hmm. They really, really have some fun with Arkansas. I do have a serious question about this with no punchline. Mm -hmm. Has there been any studies done about the effect of kids having such ease of access to pornography? Because it can't be yes. good. Yes, I'm sure the that is being be studied. I sh but then I would imagine the failed academy is torn because the failed academy is very complicit in the whole trans movement. So I don't know where the failed academy would be on the effects of pornography on youth. Hmm. Because the progressives and Mysterians are, uh, they're, they're, they're just, they've become so corrupted and so corroded in uh, matters of sexuality that I don't know where they would be how in those the, studies. Help me. How is the trans movement in pornography analogous? Uh, no, what? but what I mean is the failed academy is all for oh. sex reassignment sure. at birth. Uh, and, for kids, uh, yeah. And so I don't know where they'd be on porn. There is, Kenny, to answer your question, there was a big study that I read. This was probably three, four, five years ago 
about social media on kids between the ages of, I think, 8 and 14. It's ruinous. It is really damaging. Pornography easily available on, of all places, Twitter. I mean, it's yeah. the easiest thing in the world to find, even on Twitter. And it is, it's a hustler-style pornography. I'm, I'm safe from it because I think to access it, don't you have to sign in? And I don't know how to do that. You so could I, do it on your Twitter account. So all I see on Twitter is, you know, like a baseball score. Right. So I don't right. know. I'm safe from it. But the, the, t- from it. today's youth doesn't care about the J.C. Penny catalog. Right. I thought Sears was a little bit better. Right. Or Cosmopolitan. Right. Remember? Back, a, yeah. back in the day yes. and when the, when a kid would look at the brassieres, for example, yeah. right. were they, weren't they those cone-shaped Huge yeah, torpedoes with, with bullet a big bras. coin yeah. on them? Yes, yeah. torpedoes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could put propellers on them. Yeah, <laughs> they, looked, uh, they looked, I don't know, they looked like space equipment. Propellers, yeah. <laughs> Me, it was always like, you know, album covers, the fifth dimension, that kind of thing. Herb yeah. Alpert. Herb, Herb Alpert. Alpert. Yeah, exactly. So, ah, oh, John, that's enough. All right. Goodbye. See ya. Jesus. Perfect segue into Lizzo. Yeah. Well, Speaking of cones. <clears throat> you're going to do that, too? Oh. What do you mean, that, too? Oh, I didn't know you were. I can do Lizzo real quick. <laughs> well, then. I'll say. <laughs> you can find it. Wow. That's mean. Well, she must be a nutcase. You know what I'm saying? Well, what are you going to do it? I'll just save it. Save it. All right. All right. In fact, is she, uh, do we claim her? Yes. Who? Yeah, she was here for 15 She landed at the airport once, so we said she lives here. I'm going to hang with the Minnesota Viking. What? That's one of her lines. <laughs> wow. Knew a man on the Minnesota Viking. Boom, 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 wow. boom, boom, You know Lizzo lyrics. I do, uh, I do enjoy Lizzo songs, yes. And I wow. was turned on to them Are you by aware of McLaren. her current uh, kerfuffle? Yes. But uh, she is not normal, I don't think. She, the current ker- kerfuffle. Is she putting bananas right in the she, unit? She gave me ideas that had never occurred to me. <laughs> and I wish I was 20 years younger and I could put the, you know. But. Are we ready? She yep. was here from 2011 <laughs> to 2016, just for, yeah. for reference. Uh, uh, I'm ready. Rolling. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. Do we claim the singer Lizzo as one of Minnesota's own? I'm sure that... uh, She's a Forest Lake girl, Joe. Well, she's dreadfully obese. Well, let's just stop right there. Her whole deal is body positive. Mm-hmm. You don't have to didn't, refer didn't, to her as dreadfully obese. Well, that's or what she a, is. The Patrick's term morbidly obese. She's morbidly obese. Why do they have yeah, to add morbidly? She's, she's thick. She's a thick girl. Okay, but didn't we go through a period where we named a snowplower after her and she was invited to schools? And, uh, yeah, Blizzo. We, we all had to love her because she's morbidly obese and we had to show how 
accepting we are and then so she she's become a big act mm-hmm. only now to be sued by the people who work for her because apparently she's really demented okay she uh goes through i don't even know what the hell she's she's full of debauchery gotcha and uh, her well that's the claim anyway that she creates a toxic work environment and her dancers uh, as have accused her of disability discrimination, assault, and false imprisonment. Uh, the stunning nature of how Lizzo and her management team treated their performers seems to go against everything Lizzo stands for publicly, while privately she weight shames her dancers and demeans them in ways that are not only illegal but absolutely demoralizing. The dancer's lawyer, Ron Zimbrano, said in a statement. And you watch, this won't stop the local TV stations or the Star Tribune from getting all excited if this fat, corrupt piece of junk comes back to town. Jesus, you sound 180 years I old. Know. Holy crap. Well, but, what, but, but if I told you what she's charged with doing, you wouldn't No, no, me. no. We did this story on Krabby, and let me say, we approached it from a more mature angle than yeah, you are. Yeah, I don't you're feel just, like being mature with this fraud. You're going insane. <laughs> this uh, fraud got away with, let's name a, she's so cute. Let's have, look at how big she is. Isn't that wonderful? It turns out she's nuts. Bro, she knew a man on the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. She and her people were at a um, what I think is a strip club in where was it, John Amsterdam? Amsterdam, yep. And one of the dancers, the act involved a banana. Yeah. And uh, you know, salad bar, um, fruit bar, whatever. And evidently, you were supposed to eat the portion of the banana you could see. Huh. One of the dancers resisted and what said, "What if you didn't like bananas?" Yeah. One of the dancers said. This is not for me. But Lizzo allegedly insisted and demanded. Where's Patrick's laugh from Scotland that you were supposed to put on here? It's on your liner page. Well, what's it called? Patrick laugh. Laugh. Patrick laugh. It's in the green. L-A-F-F. It would be third row, third column. There you go. You call it the swimsuit area. My friend Don calls it God's pocket. Anyway, the, the banana was in the vicinity. And uh, evidently enjoying the banana was part of the deal. And the dancer didn't want to do it, and Lizzo insisted. That was part of the allegations. The other allegations you covered, fat shaming, um, and telling these already, um, you know, thick girls that they were getting too thick. And the girl she was picking on evidently had an eating disorder. So when you have an eating disorder, your weight's up and down and back and forth. And, you know, it's a mental thing. And that's where these charges came from. Mark my word, she'll be treated as a big hero in the local media if she comes back for a concert or something. She's still popular. I don't know if she'll be popular the next time she comes around. It just it's it's so bizarre hearing her being accused of this, considering how she's made, you know, such a big impact the last few years on people that are overweight are you suggesting chicanery on their part uh, i'm suggesting if it's true it's pretty disappointing okay. and she's a fraud okay only because they come to us all the way from the north sea <laughs> and the traveling linemen <laughs> on this day august 2nd damn in 1928 president calvin coolidge visited virginia minnesota and toured 
the iron mines. That's pretty cool. I mean, what do you do? That makes this day in history. On this day in history in 1956. 56, okay. We're getting closer. Lizzo ate 14. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a, you know what I just found? There's a, a TMZ, of course, ever vigilant, found an interview of her in 2019 talking about this. That is, that's crazy. It's kind of weird. What do you mean, John? Talking, talking about she's what? talking to them how she wants to go to Amsterdam and see the shows where what we just talked about. Oh, about the, uh, really? The, oh. About the fruit. <laughs> see, I've never been given that opportunity. What, what's that town over by uh, Iron uh, Iron River and uh, Hurley? Hurley. Now, that's that's not one of the options in Hurley. No, that's where the kids at the bar doing his homework. Yeah, he's eating, eating leftover hot dish right, from last right. night. Mom's looking at her watch. Uh, my shift will be done in about 10 minutes. Oh, oh boy. Coming to the stage. On this day wow. in 1956. Getting closer. Yeah. August 2nd. I'm fascinated by this one, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Albert Henry Wilson, described as the last surviving Union veteran of the Civil War, died in Duluth at the age of 106. Wow. I'm Wilson, not going to mock you for that. Wilson, in other words, I was alive wow. when a Union soldier was alive. Wow. 56. Right? He died, yes, no. in 1956. He died on this day at the age of 106. He had enlisted in the 1st Minnesota Heavy Artillery when he was 16, serving as a drummer boy. Wow. He was the model for a bronze figure on the memorial to the Grand Army of the Republic at Gettysburg, although he did not fight there. Wilson moved to Duluth in 1905 and remained active in the Grand Army of the Republic for decades. Woo! That blows me away. That's pretty cool stat. Wow. Nine years That's before cool I was born. That's amazing. Well, not only was I alive, but think of our parents. Our parents might have no... My, I'm old enough to say, my parents might very well have known Civil War veterans. Hell, you worked with Sid. Yes. <laughs> It, that's uh, that's a hundred years ain't what it used to be. Right? No, they're going to be okay. That's thank right. You, thank you. And uh, yep. Thank you, GLers. Take it away, Lizzo. <laughs> no what man on a Minnesota Viking. Bum bum do bump do bum bum bay. You want to get more videos like that and more entertainment, then you go to YouTube. You line up. Subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube. The salad bar starts at 7. Oh, my God. That is so, that is so wrong. Garage Logic town council That's members wrong. are in, and they're behind the scenes. That's you wrong. can, too, by going to garagelogic.com. And you know what you get to do? Pay 10 bucks a month or 100 bucks a year, and you are with it you're in the group during the breaks before the show after the show and don't forget to get your tickets for the 30th anniversary celebration august 14th chanis and Lizzo gonna be there no she won't be there but johnny height and stephen c will be and you can find that at garagelogic.com get your tickets now i got a kid who's 45 years old today 
45. Wow. Yeah. Emily. Wow. Sheesh. Wait a minute. I thought, I didn't think she was the oldest. She is. And Andy's the oldest. No. Nope. Closing in on. Andy's 49. Yeah, 50. Jeez. Uh, GLers, um, town council members, if you're on Twitter and you want to have some fun, look up. Look up Lizzo. Look up Representative Dean Phillips. His handle is at Rep Dean Phillips. Read the tweet that he made six hours ago Uh-oh. about Ricky Cobb. And then instead of getting mad and getting outrageous and responding, just read the comments. Okay. Oh, my God. How do he, I... He's getting roasted, ratioed, as they say. He's just getting scalded. How do I see this? Dean Go Phillips. to the uh, magnifying glass or search Twitter. Yeah, that's, and, that's temperature. And <laughs> just do uh, Rep Dean Phillips. Is it one of those, the Michael Jackson popcorn? Uh, oh, well, the, you, you can guess what he said. It's um, deeply troubling, heartbroken, another senseless law enforcement. Did he is, delete it? No, it's a, no, I'm it's looking here. at it. I just found it. Yep. All right, I got a bolt, boys. See you, right, here, it is, here it is, here it is, here it is. The video of Ricky. Don't bother getting mad. Just go read the comments. Well, I'm not seeing it. I, uh, well, that's not surprising. Well, this poor sap fell for anybody who bumped into it at a cocktail party and said, you know, you could be a president. Then he yeah. goes with it. Yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> you know that was a Republican operative that said that, you know, right? When I, hey, when I saw that headline, I instantly thought of who was the idiot from CCO that wanted to run for governor. That's the same oh, thing I thought yeah. of. What's his name? Harrigan Harrigan's was his producer. Old, yeah, Harrigan's guy. Yeah, I should run for it's, governor. It's Corey or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that fruitcake. Yeah. Well, hey, Corey, I hate to break it to you, but the you know the elections in two and a half months. But yeah, throw your hat in the ring. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm looking at this, and there's nothing about him going to parades and stuff. What the hell are you talking, are you about? talking about, Phillips? I can't find what you're talking about. Scroll down to six hours ago. He tweeted out the video of Ricky Cobb to. Being shot and killed by troopers is deeply troubling. And I'm heartbroken by another senseless loss of life. I'm already at uh, November 8th of 2022. Oh, well, go back up then. You've, uh, once again, only you could screw up the internet. All I have uh, is 2022. (laughs) Chris, help. Seriously, the first one that comes up is 10-17-22. Just come here, come here, Probably on. You know what? I don't care anyway. The hell with it. I I really don't. Oh, Representative Dean Phillips. (laughs) Holy Christ. (laughs) Well, even that guy in Delaware is July of 2022. Here's me and the family on vacation. (laughs) The pinned ones always come up first, Joe, so you'll have old ones there. What's the pinned one? I don't know what. (laughs) Here's 72623. Where's the party? Right. Just, wow. just go down to 7.33 a.m. You'll see it. Six this hours ago. six days. Six hours. Seven. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you guys the, uh, know? Would, oh, go ahead, Jenny. No, I'm going backwards. This is now seven. Uh, I don't care. Yeah, right. Who he gives does it? an ad for uh, dysfunction. What? 
He doesn't what do it, Joe. Joe, that's a uh, Joe. <laughs> Joe, let's let's um, just give us the phone. Put put the phone away. Uh, put the, uh, we're put done. We're done. Let's go. Watch. I got to get going here. Watch. Let's go. You're going to do. Uh, I'm ready you're for do, uh, I'm ready for uh, you. Boston mayor bans fossil fuels in all new city construction. What was her name? Wu. Michelle Wu. <laughs> you Boston bastard. Mayor <laughs> Michelle. M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. W-O-O? Oh, jeez. W-U, like Dr. Wu. (laughs) (laughs) Boston Mayor Michelle Wu. Juveniles. Bans fossil fuels. Bans fossil fuels. In all new city construction. All new city construction. All right. John Kerry says... We either eat or save the planet, comma, we can't do both. John Kerry says, we either eat or save the planet, comma, we can't do both. Yep. Do you want to include the bulb thing with frat? Yeah. You figure out how to say that. We Yesterday we banned light bulbs. Certain... Light bulbs. Did you guys uh, know the governor of North Dakota is running for the presidency? Yes. I thought George that, Will just did a column about him. I thought of that because of you guys talking about Dean Phillips that way. That's exactly how everybody I talked in North Dakota talked about Bergham running for the presidency. Uh, anything else besides Johnny Height news? No. Okay. When Joe said drummer boy, all I kept thinking was... <laughs> They tell me. God, what a reason. <laughs> a newborn king to see. A rump a bum bum. Good reason. <laughs> Good reason. Our finest gifts we bring. A rump a bum bum. Catchy, isn't it? <laughs> to lay before the king. A rump a bump bum, another rump a bump bum, and finally rump a bump bum. So, to honor him, a rump a bump bum, when we come. The place, Bethlehem, the event, I think you know it. Baby Jesus. Knew him well. Rumpa bum bum. Yes. I am a poor boy too, seeking a commonality with him. Rumpa bum bum. John sent me no stories. I did already. I did. I have no gifts to bring. All right, we lost everybody. John, it's just me and you. I was kind of hoping everybody leaves so you'd turn that off. <laughs> You've heard it a million times. A million times. One million. 